guys. Welcome back to our episode of Gaming Trend Podcast. I am Erica, your main host, and I am joined with... John. John, thank you. <laughs> you forgot my name. <laughs> we also have some extra... <laughs> I, will, I was waiting for you to introduce yourself, but it is what it is. But we have three special guests joining us today. You guys can introduce yourself at any time. Kay Purcell, lead editor. David Flynn, editor. Yay! We have so many people going on right now in this episode. <laughs> it's a popular topic. Very popular. It is. Indeed. Everyone, <laughs> everyone wanted to jump on. So, with this episode, we are going to cover Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VII Remake. Anyone that knows me or has heard my other podcast knows that um, I love Final Fantasy VII. It is my favorite Final Fantasy VII. Um, Final Fantasy VII is your favorite. Yes, it is. I say I've said that a couple times. It's my favorite Final Fantasy. <laughs> Final three. Fantasy is just Final Fantasy Seven. That's what it is, guys. <laughs> I don't disagree. So See, I'm, I'm old. I'm old, so I like Final Fantasy three on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> three is also good. Three's not six, that bad. Six, six is good. Yeah. Nine. Six good. has a great storyline. Um, five is very emotional. Um, I, I mean, I would say five is the best on the Super Nintendo, but it's all opinion i do uh, enjoy me but, 15 not gonna lie yeah. i do like 15 emabu road road trip yes uh i stopped playing final fantasy games after final fantasy 10 um because for a while i could not accept square soft becoming square enix i still can't <laughs> <And> so, accept it <laughs> i still cannot accept it but i have grown to acknowledge it okay so um i've Yes, I really hated the fact that they were making um, remakes and um, sequels to Final Fantasies when that wasn't the purpose of Final Fantasy. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so at Final Fantasy 15, I started playing it again. My brother talked me into it. So um, I got an Xbox because all my friends are usually Xbox players and I got Final Fantasy 15. So, yes, I'm excited about this episode. This is my jam. This is my life. Yeah, my life too. has been building up to this. <laughs> Ron has actually asked me if I need help for my Final Fantasy VII addiction. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Let, let's let's this nerd out, y'all. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, guys, uh, let's go ahead and do a game on. Game on. Now, uh, Final Fantasy VII versus Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, Kay, why don't you tell us some of the major differences, things that you like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Well, I mean, obviously the biggest playtime, uh, the biggest difference is the playtime. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Final Fantasy Remake is only chapter one. We only get about 35 hours of it, depending on how long you take. I'm around um, 40 now at the final boss, but I'm playing on normal. And you played on classic, right? Uh, yes, I played on classic because I hate action games. I hate I love them. them. I hate <laughs> them. Um, I was actually, I can absolutely play. I was very concerned when they announced remake because they were showing the action combat system. And I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do this. And I'm hella sad because I love Final Fantasy and I want to play it. And I can't play this. And then they made it so I can. And it was really, really, really fun. Um, Fun fact, I played four chapters before the game came out, plus the first chapter twice, all of them on normal mode. So uh, I was able to get through everything until the apps boss fight, which was chapter 10. It was chapter 10. 
So I was able to actually get through the game in normal combat until chapter 10, but once you hit the chapter 10 boss, positioning and all of that became so important that I had to switch to classic or else I was insta-wipe, basically. But now I definitely have my own personal biases, very strong opinions about Final Fantasy VII. Um, but I have to say my favorite part of the game, and it has happened twice, has been Reno jumping on Cloud's sword during the fights. Oh, it is a work <laughs> of art. But Reno is also my favorite Final Fantasy character ever. So Yes. Okay. Vincent Valentine is mine. He's my, he's uh, my second. He he's always been my favorite. A uh, little obsessed with him as a child, uh, but you know it is what it is. <laughs> I like the Turks, and Reno used uh, Vincent used to be a Turk, so I was like, no wonder mm-hmm. I like him. I like vampires, I like edge lords, <laughs> and I like Turks. And Vincent's all of them. Exactly. What about sad magic babies like Vivi and Nine? I do love Vivi. I think I have never met favorite. one person who doesn't like Vivi, though. I mean, that's true. If you don't like Vivi, you're a monster inside. That's that's all that it is. So, but I've talked about Final Fantasy IX, and it is one of the most underrated Final Fantasies. The game story and how mystical it was—it's a really good one. Uh, Vivi's my favorite from that one as well. I played that one. I have that one. I think that's the like one of the only newer Final Fantasies you played, man. No, I have Final Fantasy VIII, and I destroyed the, my game save file halfway through it. Because I discovered Game Shark. <laughs> what do you call this weapon? It's a dagger. Okay, I'll be dagger. <laughs> it's funnier if you name her something else. Yes. <laughs> uh, but other than the gameplay, uh, what are some differences that are non-spoiler that you found? Um, just the characters have been expanded so much. Like Jesse's my girl. Jesse oh, has just Jessie. taken it over. Um. Okay, unpopular opinions. I hate Aerith. She deserves her fate. It should have happened way sooner. How dare you? I despise her. Um, I I was concerned because I felt like Jesse could have been like part two and just as obnoxious. But I'm like, shoot your shot, girl. Like, I'm all about Jesse. And um, for the first time, I actually understood Barrett as a leader. I, I've heard that there's been a lot more character development uh, just because... First of all, we're not worried about all these text bubbles. Uh, the English translation's way better yeah. in this one. Um, I think as a child, you see, like, well, personally, I saw Aerith and Cloud, um, just this cute relationship. But I, as an adult, I realized that Aerith or Eris, however you say it, um, she really was not into Cloud. She just, every every time that she talked to Cloud, she's like, oh, you remind me of someone, which was Zach, which was the person he hijacked his identity. Wait, um, spoiler alert. <laughs> what? No, that's always been, eh, come, eh, come on, guys. We I haven't all, played the original. <laughs> There's a whole generation who has oh, never experienced the original, girl. You gotta be careful. Look, it is 2020. If you don't know about the whole Zach and Cloud thing, I'm sorry, but come on, guys. you got to get on top of this. Um, you've always been really excited about adding voice acting and how much voice acting is going to add to the text bubbles. Um, I know you haven't beaten the game, but like, how, how do you feel with the voice acting? How's it treating you? Can our resident Zoomer chime in real quick? Uh, technically, I'm right between Millennial and Zoomer. Oh, okay. So. My bad. My mistake. Yes. I don't uh, know where I fall into this. <laughs> I think the game's amazing i love the story so far i didn't know how much i wanted to beat up pepco 
apparently. <laughs> and uh, the characters are all just so charming. I don't. I'm not sure how they can convey the like same lasting charm that people have lasted onto latched onto from the original with just text and animations. We had a lot more freedom to read between the lines too. We uh-huh. did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yes. I think with Final Fantasy VII original, um, it was, well, personally was my first RPG and my first Final Fantasy that I ever played. I played it as, as a little kid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's just one of those things where it might have not aged well, but it's still super nostalgic. You can go back and play Final Fantasy VII and it would still give you those good chills. Uh, but what I really like to see are these Cloud and Barrett ships that is happening right now. <laughs> sure. Throw, throw the ship around the bus. Let's see how it is. Um, because as you guys said, Barrett is having so much more dialogue. He's being you know, more relatable. I've been hearing that the relationship in the remake between Cloud and Barrett it's a lot more than in the original. I'm just going to say that Cloud and Barrett were canon even in the original because <laughs> I went on a date at the Gold Saucer with Barrett. <laughs> that is canon. No one can take my ship from me. I <laughs> hope you can do that in Remake Part 2. Oh, God, I hope you can. And if Barrett doesn't get his sailor suit, I'm going to just rage. He gets a sailor suit. He gets a sailor suit. It's the best thing. Oh, my god! I'm an old school Cloud Barrett shipper. Cloud Barrett was the ship that made me realize I liked boys kissing. Final <laughs> Fantasy changed my life. You know, I didn't see it until a certain scene on the Shinra rooftop. Mm-hmm. And then then I could see it. It's <laughs> then a good I ship. could see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I may have spent way too much time in remake um, putting p- posing them, like putting them in certain positions with like the museum or the, the Midgar skyline in the background. And then positioned the camera just right so you couldn't see Tifa. And then waiting for Barrett to do his little idle animation where he like scratches the back of his head so he looked like he was nervous and on a date. And then like, great scratch, great scratch, great scratch, great scratch. <laughs> Square Enix knows their audience. Mm-hmm. They do. No, As they a do. dedicated shipper. And I have to say, this time around, I didn't ship it in the original. This time around, Tifa and Aerith, I can see it. I can see I could have, you know, I could have always seen it, especially in the original, just because there was that weird animosity between them. And no, I, this I, time there is zero animosity. Okay. And, oh my goodness. There's one scene where you're like, those two, <laughs> those two, these ladies, heck yeah. Oh my gosh. My brother, uh, he bought the, the huge pack, the 300 something dollar one with the cloud on the motorcycle and all the extras. Uh, and he bought that before he had a PlayStation. So <laughs> the night, the night he got it, uh, you can tell where I got my love for this game. <laughs> before, so the night he got it, uh, he called like five different stores trying to get a PlayStation. And he went out that night and got one. And he said that every single day it is, after work, going home, playing the game, passing out, waking up, going to work. And he's like, it is amazing how much time you can spend. And he said, especially in the very beginning, in the original, you only spend a little bit of time in the Maker Reactor and everything. But he said it's like so much longer and so much more time in Midgar. And so wh- I haven't played the remake, but what do you, what do you guys 
views on that. Yeah, there's a lot of small details in each area that really make it feel alive, like some dead ends that have a door you can't open with no treasure or anything that like it makes the world feel like it exists outside of you and just mm-hmm. and cloud. You overhear conversations as you pass by. Um, and they'll actually so cool. update based on what you've done. Wow. So if you killed a bunch of monsters, they'll be like, oh, I heard that was the Merc that did da 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 At one point, like, okay, I'm not, this isn't a spoiler because we've all seen them parachuting in, right? So we know right. at some point, and I won't say where or how, but we come parachuting in. And at one point I land and I walk by someone and they're like, oh my God, did you see that over Midgard? Like something over da 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 And I'm like, what? Where is it? I'm going to go find it. <laughs> like, that was me. <laughs> Oh, God, that reminds me of time I was at a con dressed as Silent Bob, and people said that Kevin Smith was there, and I'm looking for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So with gameplay, um, how are the menus different? Uh, How are shops different? How how is all of that playing in with the new? They kept the menus traditional blue. They've been upgraded, and like they're sleek and stylish, but they're blue, and I'm so happy. That is awesome. I wish you could still change the colors, though. You can't, man. That's it's blue. It's Final Fantasy blue. You have no choice. It's fi- exactly. It is Final Fantasy blue. I wouldn't change it, but I wish you could. I just want the option, okay, guys. Um, I think one of the things that made me happiest was like you can still buy stuff from vending machines. I don't That's know great. Why that brought me such joy, but there's just vending machines everywhere that you buy stuff from, and right. I was like, I'm so happy that they're still there. <laughs> Uh, one thing you do this time that wasn't in the original is you collect music records. So you get, um, awesome. yeah, hip hop mm-hmm. to Chocobo and all the di- all these different songs, the, the Gold Saucer song, right? If it didn't taunt you enough in the original, you can now get it and put it on every single jukebox in all of Midgar. That is awesome. Da, 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 da. <laughs> My brother kept talking about a song called Scamp. And he said it was like the best new song in the remake. And I tried to find it last night, but I couldn't. But do you know what song I'm talking about? Is it Stamp? Scamp. I think it's Stamp. There's it a is dog stamp? named okay. Stamp. Okay. I've heard it's adorable. I have not heard it yet. So that's that might be the reason. Because I was saying Scamp instead of Stamp. <laughs> There's one song. It's a battle. like, And it's in when you're in the collapsed subway. Or the collapsed overpass. Oh, that where you so fight good. The, no! It's a thump-a-thumpa, and I want to turn it off. It drives me insane. <laughs> Don't thump-a-thumpa that. Leave that alone. It doesn't need a bass drop. Oh, my yeah, gosh. <laughs> but I am grumpy and hate EDM music, so... But it's um, funky EDM. Oh, it's so <laughs> annoying. All I can hear is the bass notes. What are some gameplay changes or dislikes, likes? How, would, how do you feel about it? Like when you first go through Sector 8, right, after the first Mecha Reactor, when you're like, okay, like, you're making me take this in. But after a point, it was like, I'm going somewhere. Get out of my way. <laughs> I really like, too, there's a new up- weapon upgrading system. So if you want to go fight the the final boss with your buster sword, you can do it without taking any stat hits, right? It's not That's just nostalgia. Great. It is a credible weapon to use for the boss fight. And it's awesome because all the fights and cutscenes update to whatever weapon you have equipped. That's Ooh. awesome. I hate to change the subject, but I want to speak about the PS5 super quick. I know that they released some information about it. Um, they're worried about... I guess not having enough systems to sell because of what's going on. Uh, so they're 
pricing it a little bit more expensive in the $4.99 to $5.99. What do you guys think about that? I also wonder if they're not like looking a little bit towards the success that Nintendo has had with the Switch because traditionally, you know, Xbox and PlayStation hardware has sold at a loss, whereas the Switch does not sell at a loss. And if they're seeing Nintendo be able to do this, they're probably feeling a little inspired. Uh, But let's go into Take My Money. Shut up and take my money. This is where we talk about what we've purchased, pre-ordered, um, pretty much anything noteworthy that we have gotten. Ammo. You bought more <laughs> ammo? <laughs> you bought more ammo, Miller. Yes. Are you going to shoot the Rona? I don't if know what be. he's doing. <laughs> well, you need I, very I, tiny bullets. No, you use dragon fire for a 12-gauge. <laughs> Miller, you have enough fire. ammo. I'm, I'm, I'm positive you have enough ammo. <laughs> I only have a thousand rounds. I could always use more. (laughs) 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 I am waiting for Nintendo to let me buy more Amiibo cards. They're reprinting the series, but they're not out yet. So I'm impatient. What would be the differences between the old ones and the new ones? You could buy the new ones at not $50 a card. Exactly. Oh, is that what the... I mean, I'm hoping that they'll also put a Raymond card mm-hmm. out there because, I mean, yes, he's mine, but everybody loves Raymond. He's perfect. Perfect. Um, perfect. If you give him a cat bed, he'll literally sit in the cat bed and read a book. I've seen that. I have seen it, and it is super adorable. I need to get a maid outfit and give it to him so he'll wear the <laughs> maid outfit because I know he wears the maid outfit. I'm sorry. <laughs> He looks, so Raymond is a cat in Animal Crossing, and he's got heterochromia, and he wears glasses and a suit, and he looks vaguely like David Bowie. And I have a cat who has heterochromia, or mismatched eyes, he doesn't have heterochromia, but his eyes don't match. And he looks like David Bowie, and it was named Jareth after David Bowie. So I'm like, I need him because he looks like David Bowie and my cat. Must (laughs) have. And then I just got him in my uh, backup town, my alternate town, so... He'll be Adorable. mine, but I would like an Amiibo card so I can have him whenever I would like to have him. Right. So I'm just waiting for Nintendo to do the thing and stop with the artificial scarcity behind a paywall. They'll never stop. No, they won't. <laughs> but one game I do want to get that I've been watching videos on for the Switch, what seems mm-hmm. like save up and buy a Switch, uh, it's actually a game called uh, Good Job. Yeah, pretty much little stick figures and you, you're the son of a C- CEO and you have to complete tasks and cause as much damage in the office as possible to get a bigger score using that physics. That sounds awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. Here, we need, to get this, we need to get this person across. Hey, let's just stretch this, le- this electrical cord across and use it as a uh, bungee short. And a bungee cord. Shoot him across the room. <laughs> <laughs> the first game that I bought for the Switch um, was the uh, Goose one. I, I'm totally spacing out on the name. Untitled Goose Game. Yes, that's what it was. It is amazing. It's so adorable. Highly recommend that one. Uh, what I have bought, um, as soon as I got that stimulus money, <laughs> uh, I went to the Yeti, which is one of my favorite places to get shirts and whatnot. Um, so I ordered a good couple of some Final Fantasy shirts. I They had some pre-orders and ones that they were releasing for the day. Uh, and then I got a Cuphead poster. Um, I have quite a few. I got um, a Cuphead Netflix poster signed by the creator. Um, I have that hanging up in my house as well. So uh, I like that game. (laughs) Uh, I'm broke, so I haven't bought anything. 
<laughs> no stimulus money? <laughs> no, I don't qualify, fortunately. Oh, that sucks. No. Shakes hand at the government. But I found some interesting things on Kickstarter. Um, the first one is Ultra <laughs> Ultrasana. It's um <laughs> ultrasonic cleaner in the palm of your hand. It is the weirdest looking thing I have ever seen. Um, I don't necessarily know why you would need this, but it's pretty much to wash clothes in like a small bowl. Oh yeah, actually, actually this is actually a good thing. I used to in- I used to install work work in the dental field or installing and maintaining dental equipment. One of the things was an ultrasonic they had for their tools. See, that would make sense. Yeah, so that it would pretty much cause little micro explosions in the water. Right. To vaporize bacteria, viruses, stuff like that. And if you put your hand in there, uh, it would vaporize. It would start causing explosions in your blood and you could die. In your blood? Yes. The vi- the, the vibrations oh. actually cause the molecules to burst. That is intense. Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> I like how Miller is getting really excited about ex- this happening. <laughs> it's explosions. Of course I'm going to get excited. <laughs> uh, but. This ultrasonic cleaner, it's one of the trending ones on Kickstarter. And I thought it was just very interesting um, for, I guess, people really just don't like washing machines. And so that was like the main use that I saw it on. Uh, Another one is Erebo. It's a body dryer. And I just thought it was amazing. I saw the videos on it. And it is like a tiny scale that you sit on. But it releases winds at 35 miles an hour, and it dries your body off after you get out of the shower or bath. I can think of so many fun things to do with that. (laughs) (laughs) It is, but it is insanely interesting. It's like one of those little things where it's like, do I need it? Like, it's just going to take me five extra seconds to just grab a towel. But their main selling point was everyone has stinky towels. So you should buy this so you don't have sticky towels anymore. So, like, it was just very interesting. It was a very, yeah. I think the Kickstarter even says it doesn't really dry your hair well. Yes. So, like, what's... You're still going to use a towel for your hair. What's the point? Well, Grant, if you're, like, big like me, I go through, like, three towels just to dry off because I'm huge. Massive. You're hairy. Well, those actually accentuate <laughs> things a lot more, like my feet. <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, so the scale, it, it says that it holds up to 300 pounds. Um, but in the videos, it shows a woman just like, just drying her hair, just like that. I'm like, ma'am, you know, you're not going to dry your hair with the, the, the but it is interesting that it goes 35 miles per hour. Uh, so if you want to save a couple seconds off of your daily routine, I would definitely recommend looking into it. <laughs> See, this, this all goes into the whole thing, like public bathrooms with paper towels or the hair dryer, the, the hand dryer they have there. Like, what is it going to be blowing around? I can see this. You know, this actually wouldn't be a bad idea to maybe put these like in schools or locker rooms just to make like the time go faster for like kids or something like that. I would, but I mean, just for personal use, I just think that it wouldn't be a great investment. Looking into Kickstarter's long past, I backed a game called Glitch, um, which is this really cool RPG indie that um, the main character is actually aware that you are playing the game and controlling him. Oh, yeah. That seemed very interesting. Um, And they're putting out the playable demo this week, and then it's going to come out soon after that. So look out for Glitched if you're 
you're into RPGs. It looks really rad. What systems is it going to be on? Um, I know PC. I don't. I, I don't know other than that off the top of my head. I did not come prepared with that information. It's pretty cool. It's old school pixel art. <laughs> Actually, no. I'm going to go a little back in the ways too because there's one I backed a few years back called the Comic Convention Game. I know. Pretty yes. much you're like one of you pick one of six characters and your whole thing is to gather all the different things on your list to win the game. It's like a 15 minute playing thing. Hmm. But I've been playing that a lot lately because I've been having some con- convention withdrawals. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would be prepping for um, all the podcast panels uh, for Comicalooza down here in Houston. Uh, so it's just insane. That nothing's going on. Uh, All the conventions are getting canceled. Some of them are moving online, which is great. It's just very different to not be going to conventions. Mm-hmm. They just officially canceled San Diego Comic-Con. Yes. yes. And I've been going to that for over a decade now. Wow. <sighs> What's crazy is, is that our mayor even though all these things are getting canceled, is still pushing for businesses and operations to go back to normal in Houston. Open it, but still not keep the businesses open. No, he's trying to open up the businesses very soon because our economy is heavily based on service industries, but it isn't going the way he wants to. But he does want to open up the city just so that people can get their jobs back and the economy can kind of settle but at the same time that's just going to cause more people to get sick uh they released today that the schools in texas are closed for the rest of the year uh so that's another thing i i can't imagine parents who have to go work and there's you know child care i mean because a lot of parents can't afford you know 300 400 a month at least you know for a kid being watched talking about crazy instances let's go into nani Nani? Mostly everyone has gotten stimulus checks. <laughs> I got mine. It's already spent. <laughs> uh, so most people got it, I believe, a couple days ago. Uh, but there was a lot of people that got it a couple. But this week is the majority of time where people got the stimulus check. And so far, we have roughly estimated that 50% of that money is already gone. We have have some numbers for you that are very interesting. 16% has been spent on food orders. Another 14% on money transfers. So those are people who are paying back money to friends and family. 10% on gas, which I find is crazy because where are they driving to? <laughs> We're supposed to be home. They could still be um, like workers. Um, yes. Essential workers. Yeah. My mom is also driving over once a week to my grandma's house to bring her groceries because she uh, is immunocompromised somewhat, so we don't want people delivering to her. Exactly. Uh, 9% on groceries and only 4% on bills. (laughs) (laughs) But a whopping... A whopping 5% is being spent on games. So that's amazing. I'm but sure with- a lot of that is Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. I'm sure. I'm sure. Animal Crossing, um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I know so many people who are asking me to keep my eyes out, eyes out for Switches right now. Um, mm-hmm, as we yes. know, we have a bunch of friends in our chat that are like, if anyone sees a Switch, let me know. And they're having to buy other systems just to make up for that. Uh, but people are staying home um, and they need something to do. I mean, to be to be fair, to like be fair. the slums are kind of a worse 
situation than we're currently in. In fact, I felt kind of guilty running through the slums and like looting things. Like, and I, I really think it's the situation that we're in. I'm like, people actually need this, right? Like, I felt a lot more right. empathy while running around. I don't know, maybe it was just me. I don't know. Do they really need that fire materia? <laughs> what are they going to do with it? I was just so mad that Cloud didn't close his door. It wouldn't let me close Cloud. Close he Cloud's can't door. close like, doors. Cloud, you live in the slums. You gotta close your GT door, man. Everything's a barter system. Oh my god, gave me anxiety. Uh, but there was an article that was released today where Sony has patented a robotic gaming companion, um, and it reacts to your emotions. Has anyone read about that so far? Oh god. <laughs> so this uh, is going to be like a little robotic friend and it's going to be an actual physical robot and it's going to read your emotions while playing while you're playing video games and it's going to be there to comfort you. It's like a Teddy Ruxpin from hell. It's amazing. <laughs> it's it's going to be able to see your emotions on your face and talk to you while you're playing video games. Uh, no, that's okay. But Go away. Why? I'm playing video games to not interact with people. With me, I rage about most of my video games, like especially fighting video games. So I can't imagine having this little scared robot next to me, <laughs> not knowing what's going on. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. Up up update two is coming out where it can actually pee itself if it gets too scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not okay. <laughs> Here, just take this injection. You'll be fine. Would oh, you like gosh. to take a break? Maybe you should stop playing for a minute. Uh, but yeah, no, it's very interesting that Sony has put a patent on that, and um, I'm excited to see where that goes i don't i don't see people spending money on a robot that does that i'm thinking maybe more of ai that could kind of be like an emotional companion to some people uh but it's an exciting article i read i don't want to have to explain to a robot that yes i'm still screaming for joy because i got a fake cat on my fake island four <laughs> hours ago okay <laughs> It's it's almost it's like they took the Samsung Bali and then decided yes. to merge it with an iPad. It's gonna be disastrous. It's it's gonna I'm be thinking. amazing. Whatever it is, I'm I'm just excited. Of course it's not gonna come out anytime soon, but I'm excited to see what they plan on doing with this. Can we stick a Furby face on it? No, 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 Thomas the Tank That's Engine. Terrifying. Don't do this. <laughs> No, put Thomas Why? face on it. Perfect. <laughs> oh no, y'all. <laughs> uh, but today, April 17th, we had astronauts return to Earth. They went in space last year and they came back to hell. <laughs> but they're safe they're, up there. Yeah, they're leaving quarantine to come back to quarantine. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't imagine coming back to Earth while all this stuff is going on. I mean, that sounds so intense. Welcome to Earth. New virus unloaded. Uh, go into this <laughs> locker room. We'll see you in another year. <laughs> Don't worry. There's an Atari. Did you hear about the couple who spent a month, like, whitewater rafting in the Grand Canyon, and they came back to everything being quarantined, and they hadn't heard anything about it? It's amazing. Wow. <laughs> that is awesome. Wow, that's... Like, all their friends are like, didn't you get any of the news or any of our texts? And they're like, no, we've been in the fucking, like, Grand Canyon. There's no cell service. We found a place with no technology. 
I had family members who went on a cruise during like all of this first happening and I'm surprised nothing happened to them. They went to Mexico, Cozumel, um, some other places. There were some cities that they weren't able to go to just because all this happened. But I can't imagine being on a boat for two weeks (laughs) and then all this stuff is just crazy. I have to say the number of like spam advertisement emails I've gotten has reduced dramatically, except for the ones from airlines really trying to get me to travel. I have some friends who are going to go to Disney World uh, and all this happened and Disney World is canceled now. And the airplane, uh, whatever airplane person that they went to, uh, they will not give them a refund. They will give them vouchers that expire in three months, but they will not give them a refund. What, and they I find like that Delta? I have no idea, <laughs> but I find that extremely crazy. Um, <laughs> but I mean, a lot of the airplane um, businesses, they're failing. You know, they're they're hemorrhaging money. They're trying to get uh, government bailouts. So it it's just insane. Uh, but that is it, guys. That is our episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, you can follow me at the Raging Erica on all social medias. I am on anything. Find me on social media anywhere under Dogfin Studios. Uh, you can find me on the Twits at KDamphyr, K-A-Y-D-A-M-P-H-Y-R. And I also stream almost nightly Animal Crossing at Gaming Trend Twitch TV. Uh, you cannot find me on the internet. I'm hidden. He has no digital footprint. <laughs> but you can find his articles, his excellent write-ups on Gaming Trend. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you guys, and we will see you later.